Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Sports Fix with me, Ben Cullen. Ten years after sealing promotion to the English Rugby Premiership at Ashton Gate, Exeter returned to the scene of their greatest triumph and wrote a new chapter. The Chiefs won 31-27 against French side Racing 92 in their first European final to win the greatest prize in club rugby. The Chiefs conquered Europe by ultimately flooring the French heavyweights through a combination of forward power and ruthless finishing. Commiserations to Rassin, who suffered their third European final defeat in five years. The debutants, however, have the opportunity to do the double, as they feature in the English Premiership final this weekend. Good luck, Chiefs. The boxing world has a new star, and he says he's ready to take over the world. Teofimo Lopez beat Lomachenko by a unanimous points decision in Las Vegas to become the undisputed world lightweight champion. The Americans' win over the Ukrainian means he now adds the WBA, WBO and WBC franchise titles to his IBF belt. Lopez, who's just 23, dominated the first half of the fight and despite a late rally by Lomachenko, was awarded the win by the judges. The result means he's the youngest fighter to become a four-belt undisputed champion and also maintains his unbeaten record of 16 wins from 16 bouts. There are two great players in the NFL that are for sure considered old in the sport. One used to be retired and the other who is at an age that suggests he should be. Yet this past weekend they were getting to work just like always. There is Rob Gronkowski, 31, and there is of course Tom Brady, 43. Gronk took one of five receptions totaling 78 yards on the day. One included his first touchdown as a Buccaneer. Gronkowski is famous for violently spiking the ball with his arm after each score. Yet this time he switched to his left and delivered a lackluster performance which got the fans talking. It was a lefty. The right arm is a little sore, so I had to do a lefty spike. Just overall, I'm glad I got a spike, Gronk said post-match. The Bucks finished up 38-10 winners against Green Bay. I am thrilled to welcome to the studio Lindsay Varty. Lindsay has many, many strings to her bow, which we'll delve into shortly. But the main reason we have her on the show is because of her women's rugby accolades. Lindsay has competed for Hong Kong in both 7s and 15s throughout her career and also played in the World Cup in Ireland in 2017, which was Hong Kong's first ever appearance at the tournament. Welcome to Sports Fix, Lindsay. Thank you very much. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. Good. Before we get into the main part, we'd like to do a little bit of quick fire to get the interview started, if you're good with that. Sure. Wonderful. Okay, answer as fast as possible, please, Lindsay. Chocolate or cheese? Cheese. Sevens or fifteens? Sevens. Grass or AstroTurf? Astro. Most influential person on your rugby career? My brother, Rowan. Favourite athlete of all time? Royce Chan. And your favourite dessert? Bread and butter pudding. Awesome. Very, very good. Now, you have a very strong and varied CV, Lindsay. Can you give a brief introduction to what you do day to day for the listeners? Okay, it's a bit confusing, but I'll try to break it down. So I am a writer and journalist. I've written a book called Sunset Survivors. So I give talks and uh, walking tours to schools and societies, things like that, about these old Hong Kong industries. So everything from face threaders, knife sharpeners, birdcage makers, things like this. I also run a wedding venue in Clearwater Bay, so I deal with inquiries, people that want to have a wedding in a garden, um, and I write for various magazines, newspapers, articles, things like that. Awesome. 
And you fit rugby in there somewhere as well. Oh, yeah. And in amongst there, I play rugby. <laughs> so you were a professional athlete for how long? Uh, seven years. I was with the Sevens program. So I was at the Sports Institute seven years training every day. And now I'm just playing for my club team. So Tigers, USRC Tigers, and also for the Hong Kong 15s team. So when did you move away from full time? I finished in April of this year. Okay. I read on LinkedIn that you started rugby at age 12. So did you play any sport before that or was that your first introduction to sport? Uh, rugby was just one of the many sports I played. So I was always very, very sporty as a kid and I played hockey, netball, rugby, athletics, swimming. I just did anything that was on offer basically. I just loved being active. Yeah, your brother was a prominent figure in Hong Kong rugby for a long time. Did he influence you in taking rugby up? Yeah, massively. So every Sunday morning, we used to have to go to King's Park and watch my brother play rugby, watch him train with the minis and the youth team. And I think after uh, about five years, I just got a bit bored of watching. And myself and a couple of the other sisters that were watching their brothers, we just decided to make our own team. And then one of the ladies that was also there, a lady called Gemma King, she was kind enough to be our coach. And Amazing. it was pretty ugly at the beginning, but we got there. Yeah. Of course, it always starts out like that. Yeah. Did Rowan then come and return the favour and come and watch you as well? Uh, he was pretty busy with his own rugby stuff. But yeah, he was always very encouraging and he would help teach me a few little things. And because I always sort of looked up to him, I tried to play like him. Never never quite got there, but um, I tried. Yeah. Did, did you fall in love with it straight away or did it take a little bit of time? Oh, no, straight away. Loved it. Yeah. yeah. Just the opportunity to run around, tackle people. You know, it was awesome. It was all the best bits of all the other sports that I played sort of combined into one game. Did you move on from the other sports or did you continue to do multiple? I played everything until I went to uni. So I was still playing netball and hockey quite a lot. And every year with athletics, inter-schools athletics, things like that. So I used to run like the 400 and the 800. Did some cross country, did swimming, water polo. Wow. Just everything at school. Full, full sports TV. Yeah, every single day I had a different sport on. I just loved it. Um, nice to be part of a team and, and play different sports. But then at university, all the sports events were on the same night. So you had to, like, all the trainings and all of the sports socials were on the same night. So I had to pick one. So I went with rugby. Got it. Were you able to play rugby in school? Um, so my school team did not have a team, but I played for Tigers. Yeah. So I've played for Tigers for 20 years now. Wow. Like, that's giving away how old I am. <laughs> yeah. At what age did you get noticed by the national setup? So about 16 years old, I was asked to come train with them for a little bit. And then when I was 17, I played my first game for Hong Kong. So wow. they asked me to join when I was 17. Yeah, so I think I'm the youngest. I was going to say, is there person. anyone younger than you that's ever played? No, I know Colleen Chosbold joined the next year. And I think she was also 17 or 18 years old. Um, so she was pretty young as well. And now there's lots of very talented younger players. So maybe I've been replaced. Who knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ben. What position do you play? I play scrum half. But I used to be a winger and a centre. What was your rugby journey position-wise? Um, I was a centre and a winger. I think I used to be a bit quicker. As I got older, I got a bit slower. But it was actually when I went to university in England, played my first game on the wing, decided it was too cold to hang out on the wing. So I just pretended I was a nine for the next game. And then I just Googled how to be a scrum half. And wow. Learned from there, yeah. I don't think many people have done that. No. <laughs> I just needed to move around. I just couldn't handle being on the wing. It, it was like hailing that day. It was horrible. My first experience with British weather in the winter. So I just thought, not going to change this up. What's the position that moves the most? I'll be a nine. I experienced many days on the wing in Wales. And oh, um, I yeah. didn't move into scrum half. I'm not sure. Yeah, missed opportunity, Ben. You're gonna... What did I do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> so you started your Hong Kong uh, national career at 17. You've also played in the Hong Kong sevens. How many times did you play at the Sevens and how did you move from... I'm not 
sure, I think I played five, five or six times at the Sevens. Um, it was actually my very first tournament for Hong Kong. So when I was 17, my first tournament was the Hong Kong Sevens in 2006. All of my best friends managed to get the afternoon off school and they came to watch oh, me. Wow. So it was so special because my friends and family were there and I scored a try against Kazakhstan. I remember that. So I was very, very happy. Yeah. What an experience. Yeah, it was incredible. I, to this day, it's probably still my favorite match of rugby I've ever played. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to hearing more from you next week. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. This weekend sees the return of the Portuguese Grand Prix after 24 years away. It's a speedy and twist-heavy track, and this weekend, Lewis Hamilton has the opportunity to overtake Michael Schumacher in Grand Prix wins. And that is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a great weekend, team. Get outside. This Hong Kong weather is amazing. And then I'll see you next week for your sports fix. Radio. Common Room with Alison Howe. Common Room with Alison Howe. Coming up.